ShareShotRealityWrestlingInc.com coming to you from Point Park University in downtown Pittsburgh. I am Justin Labar as we are getting so close. We can feel it. I can, I can picture the drinks. I can smell the air. I can hear the beads. It is New Orleans. It is WrestleMania 34 weekend. And, of course, Chair Shot Reality will be in New Orleans. We'll be back at our favorite spot, Spirits on Bourbon, on Sunday, April 8th from 1 to 3 p.m. as we'll have our guests Mr. Anderson, Tommy Dreamer, Noel Foley. It's going to be a great time. Free to get in, free Q&A with them. There is a $20 each meet and greet, or there's still just a few VIP packages left at $100, which includes lunch with Noel and some of the rest of us. You'll get a special meet. You'll get to shoot a social media video, so you can up your uh, social media followers there. It's going to be a great time. Josh will be there. I'll be there. Juice, despite his absence today, he'll be there. Uh, Ticket Drew, Stat Boy Jeff, Lemke, Flory. I mean, it, it's, it's a cast of characters. Josh Eisenberg's down. In Fort Lauderdale, Florida, Josh, I know you're packing your bags, getting ready as we go towards WrestleMania 34. And as it's getting closer, there's still some, at the moment, as we're talking right now, there's still some potential surprises to be, some blanks to be filled in. One of them being, who is Braun Strowman's partner going to be as he challenges the bar? The other being, who will be on Daniel Bryan's side? Right now they're saying Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon, but it seems Shane McMahon, WWE.com even has a story, uh, is in the, you know, has gone to the hospital, is going to have to have a, a surgery related to a hernia, so uh, it seems doubtful. It seems like they're going to have to make some storyline changes. So all yeah. that being said, Josh, I ask you, what is the potential for a bigger rub for someone who has to fill these spots? Is a bigger rub being Braun's partner or is the bigger rub being in there for Daniel Bryan's return? I think it's an open and shut case that it's Daniel Bryan's partner. It's Daniel Bryan's first match in a few years. Daniel Bryan's been a guy that everybody's wanted to see in, in the the, the, the big piece here is obviously Daniel Bryan's return can overshadow who his tag team partner is. Um, for some odd reason, they announced Shane McMahon, even though we don't think he's going to compete. But yeah, like you said, obviously with the hernia and the diverticulitis, it's, it doesn't really make sense that it could that he could be uh, okay to compete. But anyway, I'm not a doctor. I don't even play one on TV. But with Daniel Bryan being a tag team partner for somebody, maybe an up-and-comer, somebody young, somebody that they could look at and say, well, this guy could be the next Daniel Bryan. This guy could be the next big deal. If you pair somebody with Daniel Bryan in New Orleans at WrestleMania against a former Universal Champion and somebody who is widely recognized as one of the best wrestlers in the world, I think anybody who been anybody who uh, tags with Daniel Bryan will get a bigger benefit and a bigger rub than, say, somebody that could tag team with Braun Strowman, who it could potentially be a pre-show, Justin. Well, look, first off, obviously teaming with Daniel Bryan, you know, that's certainly an opportunity, uh, absolutely. But I'm going to go with Braun Strowman. And I know, I, I don't see Braun Strowman's match being moved to the pre-show. I look at Braun Strowman, if you get to be the one that partners with Braun Strowman, you know, th there's a certain identity there because, every, you know, Braun Strowman's WrestleMania performance is already on the watch here. You know, we're already, we, after the year he had, it was like, okay, what's his Mania match going to be? He doesn't fit in the world title picture, apparently. He's not going to work The Undertaker. He's not going to, you know, it came down to this unusual situation uh, where part of the comedy is, is that he probably doesn't need a partner with the way he's dominated. Mm -hmm. So I think whoever comes in and steps in at his role, whether it's somebody legitimate that's a big guy, you know, uh, or whether it's somebody who plays, uh, you know, uh, a complete opposition to him that's very small, whatever the case may be, however they play the, the, uh, the, 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 the relationship, I think being the, being the partner of Braun Strowman, this is probably going to be the last WrestleMania for a while that Braun Strowman's not involved uh, in a major title picture, and I'm talking singles title picture, or in a major, yeah. you know, um, 
novelty match. I, I think this could be a true launching pad for somebody. Well, let me ask you this, though, Justin. So if, just say, Daniel Bryan and Braun Strowman need the tag team partners, would you, uh, if you're the creative writers, give an NXT guy the opportunity to partner with either Bryan or to partner with Braun, or do you just find a big surprise or maybe a returning guy from injury? Um, I, I think you could split. I think if, I think if you're going to do NXT, uh, I think NXT would be something a little more uh, for... See... I, I, I would lean towards probably putting an NXT guy with Daniel Bryan for this reason. Mm -hmm. um, again, I think Daniel Bryan, you can't, you can't hide the fact that everybody's got their eyes on him. So I think, therefore, it would take pressure off that NXT talent uh, which, you know, who, sure. who would have their first main performance. Also, it would be more logical. Daniel Bryan's a guy who would want to give opportunity. He's a babyface. He would want to give opportunity. He's still technically an authority figure. So I could see him you know, pulling from the NXT ranks, whereas Braun Strowman, he's the kind of guy, uh, you know, for all, for all we know, all intents and purposes about his character, he would never even be paying attention to NXT. So Yeah, he wouldn't know who anybody down there is. I mean, I, I personally think, you know, I've said it before, if Shane McMahon can't do it, I think an NXT guy that can get a big rub, you know, if they go the night before and see Tommaso Ciampa beating Johnny Gargano, I could see Gargano being that because Gargano is so similar to what Daniel Bryan possesses in WWE and is always possessed, you know, since uh, you know, WrestleMania really 29 whenever, the, or 28 when the Yes movement really started. Um, so I can see a guy like Gargano. I can even see a, a multitude of guys that aren't being utilized in NXT come up and get that big spot and, and you know, be signed to SmackDown Live on Tuesday. So instead of debuting two or three different people on Tuesday, you could potentially have somebody debut at WrestleMania. And I think back to Braun Strowman, I think the greatest rub that anybody can get is if it's Elias. It makes the most sense. Um, yeah. The Elias feud got, you know, it was kind of this mini feud that never really got a full pay-per-view match. It was this mini feud that took place over the course of weeks uh, on Raw. Um, you know, so I think that makes the most sense because it would it would get the biggest pop realistically from the audience of, of Elias. Um, you know, and yeah, it's a spot that absolutely. he deserves. You know, I think you know anybody else. You know, a returning big cast, anything like that. I think again, you're taking. You know, big cast needs to be highlighted on on his own, on his own if he comes back. You know, the days after Mania. So uh, for Braun, if we're making just kind of predictions at the moment, I would say Elias makes sense for Braun. And as far as Brian, I think Brian's gonna again. It'd have to be something kind of out of the blue, either an NXT guy some mega star like The Rock, something just out of the blue because there's nobody else yeah. nobody else realistically on the list. Dolph Ziggler would be a Dolph Ziggler's a disappointment uh, uh, all things considered to be a partner and makes no sense uh, and there's really nobody else after that. So Sure. sure. All right, well, let, let us know what you think at CS Reality on Twitter, at Josh Eisenberg4, at Justin Labar. Of course, you can comment on the video below. Make sure you uh, share it, like it, do what you got to do. We got more coming up as Josh has got the return of a please Vince. We also have the debate to ask, as we are getting closer and closer, do we see The Undertaker this Monday? Does it happen, or are they truly going to hold him off until WrestleMania? We got that and more. Don't go anywhere. It is Chair Shot Reality on Wrestling Inc. At Josh Eisenberg for on Twitter, it is the road to WrestleMania, and we are just about a week away from the Grand Stage of the Mall in New Orleans, come the Spirits on Bourbon, one to three WrestleMania. We're gonna have Mr. Ken Kennedy Anderson, whatever you're gonna be called these days, Tommy Dreamer, Noel Foley, myself, Labar, Juice, and the whole gang. First round's on Labar. But this is the time now, I'm gonna take it back a little bit. I'm gonna go back to my roots and give you all what you've missed and what you've been dying to hear of. Please, Vince. Please, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Bring somebody back to the Raw roster. That man is Kevin Owens. 
Kevin Owens on SmackDown Live hasn't been amazing, hasn't been terrible. He got infused with Shane McMahon and has ridden this feud with Shane McMahon all the way to WrestleMania and now a match that's being overshadowed because of the return of Daniel Bryan. So Kevin Owens on Monday Night Raw was fantastic. He faced and feuded with Goldberg. He faced and feuded Chris Jericho. But now is the opportunity after his match at WrestleMania to get back on the Raw roster and claim what is rightfully his, and that is the Universal Championship. We've seen Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens feud before, so it might not happen until August or September when Roman Reigns potentially is not the Universal Champion and somebody else is. But Kevin Owens thrived on Monday Night Raw because he was given a much more edgier platform and a much more uh, freedom to say and be whoever he wants on a weekly basis. Kevin Owens doesn't have that every week on SmackDown Live. His biggest highlight was headbutting Vince McMahon, which sent shockwaves because of how old Vince McMahon really is. So please, Vince, remember that headbutt and remember that Kevin Owens is the guy that you need on Monday Night Raw to fill those lackluster episodes because he is a guy that can take a microphone, make a crowd go crazy just by what he says, and also put on a 15-20 minute excellent match. There's no doubt that the superstar shakeup is going to be something that happens after WrestleMania. Again, they've already hinted towards it. So Kevin Owens, this is the perfect opportunity to get signed and to go back to WWE Monday Night Raw, the flagship show. And then maybe, just maybe, Kevin Owens could have a long path to WrestleMania next year, either being the Universal Champion or potentially picking up a feud with Triple H. At Josh Eisenberg 4 on Twitter, tweet me your thoughts. Let me know if you will be at Spirits on Bourbon WrestleMania Sunday. I look forward. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm going to stop you there, Eisenberg. Look, I love nostalgia. It's good that it's WrestleMania season and you brought the please Vince back. And I like the topic. I like talking about Kevin Owens' future. But I got to disagree with you. Kevin Owens does not need to go back to Monday Night Raw. You reference how a superstar shakeup's probably upon us. Yes, a shakeup's upon us. And yes, a lot of guys are going to get uh, moved around. All the more reason Kevin Owens needs to stay put. If you move Kevin Owens with everyone else over to Raw, then he's going to be put in the same situations with some of the similar faces. Let Kevin Owens be the constant on the blue brand. Over the years, as they're going back and forth with the brand extension over the last 10 plus years, there's been certain guys, Edge, Undertaker, uh, you know, guys that have been, you know, they kind of like uh, become mainstays with certain brands for certain amount of times. Both of those guys mainstays for quite a while with SmackDown. Let Kevin Owens be that. Move some other guys on the current SmackDown roster over to Raw and vice versa, and then Kevin Owens is going to have some fresh matchups on Tuesday. Uh, you mentioned you wanting to see him go back to Raw and get inside the Universal title picture, even if he has to wait until post-SummerSlam. I don't know if that's going to work out. I think between Roman Reigns, between Braun Strowman, uh, but between guys like you know, Big Cass and whoever else might move over from SmackDown, the Universal title picture could be very crowded uh, throughout the year of 2018, and it might not just be the place for Kevin Owens to fit in. Uh, again, and, and you mentioned uh, freedom. You referenced having more freedom, and that he had more freedom over on Raw. Well, he might have done some more edgier things, and of course he was doing great stuff with Chris Jericho for that long run they had a friendship. So yeah, it seemed uh, out of the box. It seemed fresh. It seemed like it might have been creative freedom. But I don't know, but we can't prove that. I think that if he stays on SmackDown, look, it's known. Vince McMahon does not go to SmackDown TV uh, every week anymore. So if anything, because of the two-hour show, because it's always still going to be the secondary show because Raw is the flagship, I'd like to think that Kevin Owens on SmackDown would have more freedom. You know, we're seeing them do more things of how they do promos and how they format things. It seems like they're willing to try and uh, be more experimental on SmackDown. So therefore, Kevin Owens, let him stay on Tuesday 
Let everybody else around him shake it up. But I think Kevin Owens on SmackDown for at least the start of 2018 is much better. You know it. For business. We got more Chair Shot Reality coming up. Chairshot Reality, WrestlingInc.com. Getting closer and closer. We're looking forward to seeing everybody in the world. Spirit Club Urban 1 at the 3 p.m. Mr. Anderson, Noel Foley, and the Innovator of Violence, Tommy Dreamer. Again, free to get in. Make sure you bring some friends. If no, even if they don't watch Chair Shot, which I don't know why you're friends with them, but if they don't, tell them about this party. Bring them there. Uh, they'll have a great time. We've never had any, I don't think we've ever had anybody walk up and say, ah, this was a waste of time. It's always delivers. It's going to be fun. Myself, Justin Labar, down in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Josh Eisenberg, you'll be able to see Josh as well in New Orleans. That's an attraction of itself. Josh. That is an attraction, Justin. I'm ready to go. I'm excited to see you. I want to rub that bald head of yours. Maybe bring some oil, pour it over you, give you a little head massage. What do you think? Huh? Uh, huh? You're not doing any favors to draw new people to come. Uh, All right. <laughs> I'll try us. to give you a rub. Literally, I got it. All right, Josh. <laughs> uh, look, we know John Cena's not going to show up as a fan. We know he's having a match with The Undertaker. They have to somehow make it official Monday during Raw, the question becomes, does The Undertaker actually show up or do we get some special effects? I'm just going to say this right now. I'm going to say right now, 99.9%, the dead man has to show up in person in Atlanta. Absolutely. You are 99.9% .9 accurate, Justin, and I've never seen you above the 50% mark. But uh, I'm going to say The Undertaker shows up. Um, I wouldn't even do, um, you know, the bell toll. I wouldn't even do the lights. I wouldn't do it. I, I would really honestly just dim the lights when John Cena's talking, have him appear, have him hit a choke slam, and have him say, I'll see you at WrestleMania. Off you go. That's all you really need. You don't need to end Wrestle or uh, Monday Night Raw like that much more. I think you begin Raw like it. You, big, you begin Raw with booking it so you can kind of tease, you know, the packages later in the show and you can tease the match and everything. But you need some sort of visual and physical appearance of The Undertaker on Raw. And John Cena's done a great job himself. I mean, we've seen this type of feud before. It's pretty much very similar to what we saw with Bray Wyatt and The Undertaker, but um, it's not these mis mysterious conversations or this where are you type thing. Or, you know, it, it is where are you but it's more of a personal where are you from john cena not a mystical creature that the undertaker was booked at against bray wyatt so you definitely see the undertaker on monday a few things uh, i agree put it at the start of the show uh more people are always watching the first hour of the show than the third hour that's just what it is that that is it that that's just the case so put it at eight o'clock uh you're gonna get more eyes on it and as you said you can always refer back to it if people are tuning in late uh through the various video packages i agree as i as i started off we, we need to see him you know we, bray wyatt for wrestlemania what was at 31 uh, we did not see yep. Taker leading up, but they did give us, you know, we had the rocking chair explode into fire. And, you know, they had a lot of smoke and mirror tricks of the Undertaker's nature. This, we haven't got anything. So, and because John Cena is already making fun of, you know, give me, a, give me a gong, give me smoke, give me a flickering of lights, give me lightning. Uh, all the more reason why we should not get that. We need to get something more serious, which is the man himself showing up. But I disagree with the one thing you said. I disagree. Okay. Undertaker needs to talk more than that. I think this needs to be an Undertaker appearance, and I think it, while he can get physical with John Cena, while he can end it on a choke slam and get some physicality, I do think that just as a final sell for this match, because Cena has gotten so personal, I think we need to see, I guess I'll, I'll reference that similar to, give me something similar to what John Cena and Roman Reigns did back when they were building their match in September. Give me a little bit of that, oh, they're shooting on each other. Okay. You know, because I, I think, I think, 
we're all invested in the, in the marquee value, as I've been asking for and a lot of us have been asking for, but I think we need to now dig a layer deeper. That now it needs to be more than just you know uh, franchise player versus franchise player. We need to get a little personal. We need to get some substance. We need to get Undertaker or even a, a blurred line of Mark Calloway saying, you know, you can walk around. Yeah. You can walk around here. You can punk out Roman Reigns. You can try to punk out all these people, but just remember, you can't punk out me. And you know, I mean, that, 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 that's, that's yeah. a very poor script I just gave there. But uh, better developed. <laughs> no, we need to let these two uh, kind of, you know, shoot from the hip a little bit. Uh, and I understand that. I, I wouldn't be against that whatsoever. It's never been the Undertaker's thing to do is to shoot. Um, he's done a little bit with Triple H, uh, you know, shooting on Shawn Michaels a little bit when he was there to enhance that feud, which made it even more personal and better. But you know what? I wouldn't be against that either. You know, if you have the Undertaker come out, you have the Undertaker shoot a little bit on John Cena, and like you said, touch a little bit of his real-life personality because if this really is his last match, and I think it will be, have him show as much humanity as he's ever done before and as much realism as he's ever done before as a person. And, and not the character because that's something that we haven't really seen even the american badass character we had we you know had a little bit of his personal life and stuff like that with his wife and storylines but nothing ever really serious so if you really want to i'm absolutely okay with that but yeah i agree justin you need to see the undertaker you need to see some sort of confrontation and these two legends are going to wrap things up you know and Quite frankly, it's not going to be a career match, but it doesn't need to be. Uh, these names are too big right now where even if you don't care to see Undertaker and Cena actually fight in a wrestling match, the power of those two in the ring together at WrestleMania overcomes all. I'll put you on the spot. Is the night after Raw, is, is the Monday in New Orleans, the night after Raw, is that the official farewell of the Undertaker and we don't see him again into Hall of Fame? Yes. Yes. There you go. We might have just help sell some raw tickets. All right. <laughs> it's, it's been fun. Next, uh, the next episode coming out, it's going to be a little extended. We're going to start early before you come up this week as we are going to give our predictions and break down everything. Match predictions, who wins, what's the order of the card. We're going to do it all, myself, Josh, and Juice, as we get closer and closer to WrestleMania weekend. It is upon us in just a few days. And, again, we'll see you at Spirits on Bourbon Sunday, April 8th, 1 to 3 p.m.